Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Gabriel with ODE Mastery Facebook community of teachers that collaborate with teachers to ascend the value ladder. And today is Wednesday, January 27th. And this is episode 18 of Many to Come. And today's topic is going to be Teacherpreneur Superfoods. Your health depends on it. So let me get rid of my disclaimer right away so that we can talk about superfoods. So this is not a get-rich-quick program. I say that a lot, and I'm going to continue to say it a lot. Because if you're in a hurry to get scammed, you got to get out of here. There's no get-rich-quick here. There's no magic dust. There's no lottery tickets. There's no Bitcoin promises or anything like that. I only work with high integrity, high value teachers, you know, educators of all levels. And this is because I built a trusting environment, a community in Facebook. And uh, I cherry pick those who come into my community. You know, I'm growing fast, but I'm not growing fast like a lot of people who have 5,000 people and uh, they don't even know those people. So I keep it small and tight for that reason. You know, people who collaborate with each other tend to succeed with each other. When you compete, yeah, only one person wins that battle. So this online business model is organic, which means that you don't pay for ads. You do the hard work yourself, but the hard work is not a long time. And you do that because it requires a commitment to start and grow your audience over a 90 to 120 days every day for any shot at succeeding. And results vary due to how much work you actually model from this proven system. And when I say results vary, that means that if you only put in five minutes a month, you can't be finger pointing as to why somebody else is making better money than you, you know, when they're probably putting in two hours a, a week instead of five minutes a month. So you get what I'm trying to say. And I'm going to quote Les Brown. Les Brown is a motivational speaker. He's 51 years on radio. He's live on Facebook. He's uh, an amazing motivational speaker. He really impacts people. Uh, with his uh, knowledge. And just recently, and I, I'm, I'm repeating this just about until I find another amazing quote from him. If you're casual about your dream, your dream will end up a casualty. Leave a legacy, not a liability. And I hope that really hits home with a lot of people because uh, I love that quote. And, uh, you know, I keep it in front of me all day long. Uh, when I'm working and, and his other ones, you know, you were chosen for the greater work. Uh, there's no secret to success. There's a system to success. So this just keeps growing for me because he's a fantastic human being and he knows what he's talking about, at least in his side of the pond. So episode 18, teacherpreneur superfoods, your health depends on it. You know, in the previous 80 lives that I've done and 17 podcasts at the beginning of this year, you know, I've published, you know, all these since October of 2020. Those are my lives. And then, of course, the podcast since January of this year when I commenced, on, I believe it was like the 5th of January. And, you know, I've talked about growth mindset, creating educational mini courses, attraction marketing, teacher mental health, positive affirmations, and even six, you know, making six figures with your experience and academic achievements. <clears throat> now, 
there are many other tips, okay, such as Facebook organic modeling. And of course, my favorite educational affiliate SaaS programs or software as a service program. Click funnels, right? To keep, you know, will keep me talking about it, you know, throughout this this whole zombie pandemic 2021 year because I highly promote it and I, and I highly use it. And I'm part of the ClickFunnels community of over a million people strong. And, uh, you know, what can I say? When, when, you, when you like a particular product and the people that, uh, you know, uh, make it happen every day, uh, it's something that you end up talking about. Instead of, uh, you know, talking about problems, we talk about solutions to those problems that most people are talking about. Last year, 2020, okay, was known as the most depressing year for many globally. Now, couple with, couple that with the lockdown, you know, this, this lockdown 2.0. And it's obvious why most, if not all, feel a bit on edge. You know, we're a little cranky. Uh, people are on the edge, man. They're ready to snap. However, know this. What you eat and drink does have a massive impact on how you think and feel. There is strong evidence to support that superfoods play a key role in mental well-being by keeping or by helping to reduce stress, by helping to ease anxiety, and even help fight depression. Now, along the way, okay, I practice the ritual of live nourishment, and I'm trying to get better at it, okay? Eating live foods. And what I'm talking about is fresh off the tree, off the vine, you know, like fruits and vegetables and grains. Superfoods is definitely something that I have been consuming due to my living in Ecuador. All right, there's, there's, there's nothing but farms here, okay? And everything is farm grown. All right, and, you know, that's a plus for me as I grew up in a processed food USA heaven. You know, food that tastes different when it is fresh and even better when one cultivates their own. Something that I'm already working on, uh, my wife, she does micro veggies like lentils, garbanzo bean, black bean uh, micro veggies. And I got to tell you, man, if you like, uh, what do you call those, um, alfalfa sprouts? Uh, man, she makes, you know, she cultivates, she creates these mini veggies that within the first three, four inches, that's your highest potency in terms of, you know, vitamins and nutrients and minerals that that particular grain or fruit or vegetable has. And, you know, that's a superfood. So it's amazing to be able to taste it before it gets processed. So we're, you know, we're toying around with that, you know, and, and after, you know, all the how we eat paradigm, you know, which has shifted and organics, you know, as well as my favorite aquaponics, micro vegetation with farmed fish. That is what I choose to fill my belly up with. Now, look, I'm lying. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to BS you, okay? I have not given up that dead meat syndrome yet. I like my piece of steak on occasion. You know, I like my, my 
pork, and let's not go talking about chicken. Chicken we buy every day, right? But again, it's not it's not live food. You know, I remember growing up, my mom would go to the local, I don't know what they call it nowadays, so I don't remember what they called it back then either. But you can buy your live chicken and say, I want that chicken, and the guy will slit his throat, throw it in a hot pan or pot, let it drain, deplume it, you know, gut it, wash it out, and give it to you. And it was still warm by the time you were going home with it. And she'd make some fantastic, whether it was soup or or whatever chicken dish that she made, you know. So live food is a superfood. It, it really gets your body and your mind going. Now, keep in mind that, that there is evidence indicating that nutrition does play an important role in the prevention, development, and management of diagnosed mental health problems, including depression, anxiety, uh, schizophrenia, ADHD, even craziness or dementia. You know, this is why it's so important that everyone has access to affordable, healthy food. Give me an example, Mediterranean style diet, all right, which is high in vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, beans, cereals, grains, fish, and unsaturated fats, such as olive oil. They all have positive effect on mental, on mental health. Teacherpreneurs should also know that they may even have a role in treatment alongside your current interventions like medication and psychological treatment. They do. That's public information. So, you know, global citizens have reduced their meat consumption during this pandemic. Because of the pandemic, okay, there has been a surge of healthy home cooking. I do a lot of cooking myself. And actually, you know, after watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay, I've been, I've been creating some pretty delicious, you know, plates. And it's all about the flavor profile, guys. So rather than the inclusion of single things like an apple, okay, you want to develop a good nutritional habit and avoid sugar and trans fats. And for sure, seriously limit deep fried foods at all costs. So I'm still guilty of this, okay? And as I learned to treat myself better with healthy, delicious superfoods, I still struggle with the occasional piece of chocolate. I just had a piece of chocolate, man. You know, um, I, I like the sweets. You know, I like sugar in my coffee. Um, cakes, pies, you know, man, if it, it's sweets, I, I suffer. But I'm getting better, and superfoods are helping me get there. You know, there's evidence to suggest a gut-brain relationship exists. So if you have a healthy gut, then you're more likely to have a better mental health. That's uh, evidenced. So this is where eating fiber becomes key in your healthy lifestyle. Your butt will also thank you <laughs> as well in the long run and will reduce those foul carbon emissions meat eaters have. My carbon emissions have been decreased as well. I'm starting to smell like a rose garden. Therefore, <laughs> you want to devour colors in your diet. You've heard of that, right? <coughs> excuse me. As these foods, <coughs> and excuse me, and I mean, and I'm talking about colorful foods, they represent different 
micronutrients like vitamins and, mi and minerals, but also uh, phytonutrients. Now, these can positively impact your gene expression, balance inflammation, and are key to mental health. Also, consume fats, good fats, though, you know, that contain omega-3s and monosaturated fatty acids that you find in oily fish like anchovies, mackerel, and herring. Now, these fats, okay, they balance inflammation, which we understand to be important for your mental health. Your mental state is that important. And superfoods, they really do a good job on your mind. Now, keep in mind that eating foods in their whole form and reducing processed sugar, processed foods, and refined flour, that's going to help you a lot. A lot of the fiber, micronutrients, and phytonutrients are stripped away during these processes, and these foods quickly turn into sugar. You want to avoid a sugar roller coaster like me, as this leads to an issue with sleep, attention, and memory. So try to eat on time, you know, because time also plays a part in your mood, your state of mind. Are you moody? Well, maybe it's because you're not timing your meals right. Eating too late can negatively impact the production of melatonin, which can have an impact on your sleep. If your sleep is disturbed, it can affect your mood as well as your eating habits. The worse your sleep, the more likely you are to feel hungry the next day and crave high salt and sugar foods. So boost your teacherpreneur brain power, okay, to a, with a healthy list of superfoods, okay, that can easily be found on any superfoods websites. I've checked these websites out. There's a lot of them. And a lot of these superfoods are in your local supermarkets or local grocers, or big chains. I don't have that privilege here, but I get a, a substantial amount. That's why I'm starting to really consider growing my own stuff. You know, the superfoods will promote good concentration, energy, and even help you sleep soundly. So I have two superfood recipes I want to offer that I enjoy immensely. And I just learned these. And I tried them, and I got to tell you, I was impressed, especially the first one, because I like sweets. Well, this is a natural sweetener that I, that I just made. It's a smoothie. So try it out and take your health serious. It can be the difference between another 100 years added to your current life. I'm trying to add another 100 years to my, my 55, so I want to live to the age of 155 may sound ridiculous, but as you continue to make yourself healthier, get your brain functions, you know, uh, right at par, um, you're going to you're gonna live a long time. And that's just, you know, a good blessing. So here, here's the first recipe. It's an energy-boosting berry blend smoothie. A lot of people like berries, and berries are natural in terms of their own sweetness and acidity, of course. But, you know... You know, berries are cool. So this will kickstart your morning with this nutritious and easy smoothie that's packed with, you know, a lot of energy to help you take 
on any kind of busy day. So here are the ingredients. You need two cups of baby spinach. And that's easily accessible anyway. You need one Lebanese cucumber with the skin on. Now I'm in Ecuador. I do not get Lebanese, you know, cucumbers. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've seen a Lebanese person anywhere in Ecuador since I've been here and I'm going on five years. But I use regular cucumbers. You know which one, the green one, the one that we use on salads. So that's what I use. You need a half cup of fresh, preferably fresh, or frozen mixed berries. You also want a half a cup of fresh, preferably, or frozen raspberries. You want one cup of almond milk and then a little bit of stevia to taste. Yeah, don't use that, that regular cane sugar or whatever sugar they use. That, that's, it's not even sugar. It's all synthetic stuff. So here's how you make this stuff. You place all the ingredients into a blender and blend until smooth. That's it. If you're using fresh berries, throw in a handful of ice cubes at the end and make your smoothie cold. I wish you'd tell me how it tastes, how you like it, how you love it, because I've had it and it's absolutely pretty darn good. The cucumber and the spinach, you know, are just there for texture and nutrients and, you know, all the vitamins and everything that it brings. And of course, the berries and the almond milk just, you know, the milk smooths it out and the berries gives you the sweetness and the color. And at the end, you have a tremendous smoothie. You're going to be happy that you drank this. It, it might become one of your favorites. And while doing so, it's going to help your health. It's going to improve your brain power. That's why it's called superfoods. And the next recipe here I want to offer you, you know, everybody's got a chicken recipe, right? A chicken soup recipe. Uh, I, I love chicken soup. I make a, a you know, I'm going to say I make a really darn good chicken soup. A lot of people don't. But this chicken recipe, as simple as it's going to sound when I tell you the ingredients, it's, it's just extraordinary. And again, this is a super food because of what we're going to dump into it. All right, there's nothing better than a fragrant bowl of golden chicken broth. Can you smell it? Studded with root vegetables and herbs. Can you smell it? And the best part is, it can all be made in one pot. I usually use two or three. Actually, about two in a sieve. So here we go. This is what you need to make this one. You need a big chicken, preferably live, and then you have it killed. So it's got to be a fresh kill, you know, and you got to be ready to make this chicken. Don't put it in the freezer. If, if it's still twitching, it's good. So about six kilograms, you know, of a whole chicken. You want two carrots, you know, nice size, halved and thinly sliced. You know, I, I, I like my, my carrots. I use a mandolin and I just make little, little circles, thin circles out of them. It's, it's a beautiful thing because they cook faster, they melt in your mouth, and they add a tremendous amount of flavor. Two onions quartered. 
you know, I only use that when I am extracting, you know, or making the, the chicken consomme with the chicken. Outside of that, I get rid of it because onions are, I just don't like onions. But a lot of people do. You need two bay leaves. My onion, you know, substitute is the next ingredient. Leeks. Two of them. You only want the pale part, thinly sliced. You also need two parsnips, peeled and sliced. No potato. Use a parsnip. Or you can use what I use sometimes because I'm Latino. Malanga. Yeah, I get malanga, and that's available here, which I think is extraordinary. I, I was blown away when I found it. I was like, oh, my God, malanga. Uh, it's like a potato, but it's gray, and it's got a different flavor. And, um, you know, it's starchy as well. It adds just a, it just adds great body and flavor to the soup. But if you don't have that, parsnips, you know, it's just as good. Celery stalks, two of them, thinly sliced. Every chicken soup should have celery, you know. Mine does. Celery and carrots are must. If anything, just those two things and the chicken, and you're good to go. You're going to want at least 50 kilograms of baby spinach leaves. I would double up on that because, you know, they, they, they just, they, they wilt away. So chop them up, put them in there. Now, as a substitute, I like the spinach. I really do. But I'm a big fan of kale. And I put a lot of kale in my chicken soup. Just remember, when you're using kale, you want to cut that big middle vein out because if you don't, it'll make your soup bitter as can be. I already made that mistake. Don't you do the same thing. You're also going to need 170 grams of thin dried egg noodles. Two tablespoons of flat leaf parsley leaves, you know, fresh. And two tablespoons of fresh dill sprigs. Right, so here, here's what you do. You rinse the chicken and you pat it dry and then you place it in a large stock pot and add two and a half liters, about 10 cups of filtered water, clean water. Bring that to a boil over medium high heat. Add the carrots, the onions, you know, the bay leaves and top with a saucer, all right, to keep the, you know, the chicken submerged. Now, reduce the heat to medium and cook, skimming any impurities, you know, from the surface for about 30 minutes or until it's cooked through. Then you remove the chicken from the pot, carve off the breast fillets, either side of the breastbone, and remove and discard the skin and set it aside. Return the chicken carcass to the pot, add the leeks, parsnips, and the celery, and then season it. You got to have salt and pepper. Cook for a further 30 minutes or until the vegetables are tender. Remove the chicken from the pot. And then shred the remaining meat from the legs and thighs, discarding the skin. Never leave the skin on that. Get it out of there. Shred the meat from the reserved breast also. Now, return the shredded chicken to the pan with the, chicken, with the spinach leaves or the kale. Cook it, stirring for about five minutes or until warm through. Meanwhile, you want to cook your noodles according to the packet instructions and then drain them. You know, noodles like that only take about six to eight minutes. Mm. Now you're going to divide the noodles among bowls 
And this recipe calls for four, serving of four. So you got four bowls, put the noodles in there first, and then you ladle over the soup. And then you garnish it with parsley and dill, and you serve it. Bang! And that is your best chicken soup recipe. It is a superfood. You're going to love it. So remember, you're magnificent. And because you're magnificent, you want to think about your health. So teacherpreneur superfoods, your health depends on it. Let me know. Leave me a comment. Come check me out at the ODE Mastery Facebook community. And talk to me there if you'd like. Remember, 688,000 teachers is my personal goal for this year. So come join me and see why. You'll be happy that you did. This is Gabriel signing off with ODE Mastery. This was episode 18 called Teacherpreneur Superfoods. Your health depends on it. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.